Leadership is not about persuading people to do things they don't want to do. True leadership is about inspiring people to do the things they never thought they could. When you inspire people, you have influence with them. I want to have influence with the people I care about and lead. Winning at Manhood was created to challenge men to discover and embrace the truth about their identity. It's a place for guys to mature into the men we're created to be. We want guys to stop living life using a comfort zone defense and start living man to man. This means getting real with ourselves and with each other. This month we're going to be talking about leadership as a man. What characteristics define great leaders? What makes a leader worthy of following? Why and how should you lead as a man? Leadership is the art of motivating a group of people to act towards achieving a common goal. A successful leader has a goal that motivates others to take action towards accomplishing the collectively beneficial goal. How do leaders motivate? I believe that leaders use three ways to motivate others. They lead with authority, they lead with compromise, and they lead with influence. What is authoritative leadership? Authoritative leadership refers to a management style where the leader is in complete control. An authoritative leader is one who sets the goals, determines the processes, and oversees all steps it takes to reach those goals with little or no input from the team members. They are the because I said so leaders. Don't question me, don't ask why, just do what I say because I know what is best. Because their goal is to control the people in all aspects of the project, their success is often at the expense of others and they miss the teaching moments, relationship building, and mentoring opportunities to develop those that they lead. Authoritative leaders often use fear and uncertainty to motivate their followers. Examples of authoritative leaders are Hitler, Mussolini, Bill Gates, Kim Jong-un, Lorne Michaels from Saturday Night Live, Vladimir Putin, and our very own President Donald Trump. What is compromising leadership? A compromising leader struggles to pick a side. They say one thing and do another. They are always looking where the majority is leaning and move in that direction. They are willing to trade their beliefs in order to come to an agreement or gain support. The biggest problem with the compromising leader is that if they're not careful, they end up compromising character and clear direction in order to make a short-term progress. This style creates confusion and sends a message that everything is negotiable and expendable, even integrity, core values, and people. As a result, the compromising leader ultimately loses credibility with their subordinates, making it harder for them to maintain or grow their long-term agenda and following. Because they are not firm in their convictions and wave under pressure, they rarely reach their fullest potential. The motivation of a compromising leader is to stay in the position of power. Our current political and government system is the best example of compromising leadership. The constant wavering, lack of integrity, and focus on political party and financial supporters agenda instead of the people they represent has caused incredible divide, mistrust, and loss of heart with the people in our country. Most, including myself, will tell you that the system is broken but don't know if, how, or where to even begin to correct it. 
only that it needs to change if we're going to survive and thrive as a nation. What is influential leadership? Influential leadership is driven by values and ensuring those values are clearly demonstrated in the behaviors you display. It is by acting in accordance with these established values that you will inspire others to the benefit of being a part of the movement. An influential leader is someone who achieves powerful results by being others focused. The influential leader has a servant's heart. People choose to follow him or her because they trust and believe in the cause that the leader represents. Through their actions, influential leaders inspire others to be a part of something bigger than themselves. Because they are others focused, influential leaders mentor, coach, and encourage others to lead and carry on after them. Unity, growth, and accomplishing the end result is the most important thing to an influential leader. Examples of influential leaders are Dr. Martin Luther King, President Kennedy, Malcolm X, Oprah, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Walt Disney, and of course, Jesus. Obviously, the goal for most of us when it comes to leading is to be an influential leader. We want to encourage, we want to have an impact, we want to pay it forward by motivating and training up a future generation of leaders that are inspired by our example. The truth is, at times we are all these types of leaders. Who hasn't told their kid, just do it because I said so? We are all guilty of compromising our beliefs at one time or another because the majority opinion was too strong or you didn't want to take the time and energy needed to make a stand. Maybe the commission was just too big and that new roof you needed wasn't going to pay for itself. These situations never happen at convenient times. They happen in the midst of life when your focus is on other things. My challenge for you is not perfection. No one expects you to lead perfectly. My challenge is to be aware of the days we are living in and intentional in your call to lead others. To identify when you're off course and take the necessary corrections to get back on track. If you are a man, you are called and created to lead at some level in your life. As a husband, as a father, as a brother, all the way up to president of a company or president of the United States of America, the things you say and the actions you take matter and impact others. If you choose not to embrace the responsibility to lead in your life, your wife will lead your family and she'll resent you for it. Your daughters will have low expectations with the husbands they choose because that's where you set the bar. Your sons will become selfish, overgrown boys because you didn't mentor them into their great calling to be a trusted and responsible man worth following. When we as men lead abusively or oppressively, when we as men look the other way and do nothing about leadership that is overpowering and unjust, we're like a cancer attacking the body. The body cries out in pain and doesn't function as well as it could. In the world today, we see our body crying out in pain in forms like the Me Too movement and Black Lives Matter. When our bodies cry out in pain, it's to make us aware of a problem. The pain, however, cannot solve the problem. You have to cut out the cancer at the source in order for healing to happen. Otherwise, it just keeps coming back. As a white man, I'm here to tell you today that we are the source that needs to be cut out. And by that, I mean we have to lead the charge to aggressively change our thinking, our behaviors, our systems, and our laws to benefit and protect all the people equally. 
I've never considered myself a racist or a sexist. I don't use the N-word. I think the Klan is a terrorist group, not a free speech organization, and should be illegal. I'm disgusted by our history and how we've oppressed and held back the African-American community. I've never sexually harassed, abused, or raped a woman. I don't even think I've ever made a woman feel uncomfortable in my presence. But here's the thing. I have benefited from being a white man in this country. I've never been afraid when being stopped by the police. I've never had to deal with sexual advances or inappropriate behavior at work. I've never been treated differently or not gotten the job because of the color of my skin. But I have witnessed it. And there have been times that I've looked the other way, downplayed it, or just done nothing. That makes me guilty. And it has to be cut out like the cancer that it is. White men have an opportunity and a responsibility in this moment to take ownership of our failure in leadership, to ask for forgiveness, to repent. This means to change our course and to renew our minds. This means to change our thinking. If we do this, our body can heal and perform like never before. If we don't, we will wind up like an amputated limb, divided from ourselves, or worse, we just are not going to make it. In closing, I want to leave you with a couple of quotes from Dr. Martin Luther King. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at the times of challenge and controversy. He also said, the time is always right to do what is right. Thanks for listening.